0: The Biden administration hired a freaky queer person, and it kind of blew up in their face. Coming up on the Anti-Woke podcast. I feel like there's barely any good transgender stories anymore. I think a year ago, that was like the bread and butter of this podcast. We had male swimmers beating the pants off of female sw- swimmers in the Ivy League, and then the people who hand out the medals for college swimming were changing their rules. And all of the mainstream media was lying about how some upset father at a Loudoun County school district meeting was a white supremacist terrorist, you know, terrorism from the right is America's number one problem, when it turns out that his daughter had been raped by a boy wearing a dress in a school bathroom, and the meeting that the school board was having was whether or not they should have gender-neutral bathrooms. And the father got upset when they said, oh, there hasn't been no rapes. He's like, my daughter got raped. And then the cops hogtied him and pulled him out of there. I think that boy, that male, that male who likes to wear a dress, who raped that girl in the bathroom, I think he raped another girl and another girl after that. And uh, I think they finally kind of convicted him, although he's a minor, so he gets a slap on the wrist. I mean, he doesn't get to rape any more high school girls. I think they're taking that away from him. But, so now we have the story of Sam Brinton, which it's not that good a story, but it's the only trans story we got, so let's go over it. So Sam is something like the Assistant Undersecretary of Nuclear Waste Disposal and Management for the Department of Energy. So my guess is he'd be five or te- ten steps away from, like, the president. But he's he's higher in the federal government than you or I. And I heard about him in the news a little bit before the punchline but basically he's like he shaves he has a shaved head and he wears like an a red evening gown and paints his nails and puts on full-on makeup and he goes to work that way and i think the biden administration was very proud to have a i mean a openly gay i got he says he's non-binary i don't know but Whatever. They were proud to be part of the. To have a trans person working there. I believe he has some sort of degree that's not just underwater basket weaving with a specialty in African American studies. I think he has a science degree. I hope he did. But basically, it was affirmative action. It was just. They were looking for someone who was obviously gay or not, you know, queer. They were looking for a queer. And. They hired him. He was their queer. And I think this. I think Sam, he did a lot of stuff on the internet. Like, he was very proud of his queerness, and he was into something called puppy play, where I think you get together with a hopefully consenting adult, hopefully adult, and you dress up like a dog, slash with bond, you know, slash bondage, and stick stuff up your butt, I think. Tails, penises, whatever. And so that was all fine. He wears evening gowns to work, he's a famous puppy player on the internet, the Biden administration had queer representation going on, everyone was happy, and then he got repeatedly caught for stealing luggage at the airport. Like, they got this saying now, don't kink shame, you know, don't criticize people, you know, if that's your sexual kink or whatever, then you shouldn't be criticized, you know, maybe maybe you were born with it, it's not your fault, etc., but this guy was freaky, not only, you know, puppy play, I bet there's a whole bunch of other crazy stuff he did. Anyways, one of the things he did was he liked to put on, I think, stranger's clothing. I think he was looking for women's, yeah, it must have been, women's luggage. I think he'd, he'd find like a good looking, high class type of luggage, you know, he's not he's not taking a duffel sack, and he would take it, because he wanted some good women's clothing, and, it, you know, it must it must have turned him on. This part we don't know, but the excitement of stealing women's clothing from the airport must have turned him on. So he was caught on camera stealing women's luggage for the clothing twice, and then he, I guess they fired him, or he resigned, or whatever, resigned under duress. So that's the story, but I want to try and, you know, let's build this up into a commentary on, I don't know queer people in America. So there's this thing that's pro, you know, letting kids, what's that called? What are you called when you want to let kids change their gender, possibly with drugs and surgery? I guess what to say, people who support kids transitioning. Well, what they think is their silver bullet or their, you know, their magic wand to wave around is to say that These kids are going to commit suicide if you don't let them transition. If you don't let this kid cut off their breasts, they're going to commit suicide. So you know, would you rather have a a live boy or, or sorry, a live son or a dead daughter? And so when people who support that stuff say that, they're basing it on some studies that are completely no good. They're just no good studies. Someone was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a political statement and call it a study. That's all. That's all they have on their side. And then as far as, like, real studies, they don't exist. Or, like, there is no definitive answer answer whether or not letting girls cut off their breasts to be a boy, you know, lowers their suicide rate. And so, here's why. Trans kids are more suicidal than normal kids. But you don't know why. You don't know if that's because you didn't let them trans, or if they're mentally ill already and just along with mental illness, goes along being trans, non-binary, queer, et And like I say, the facts have not been proven any direction, but I'm gonna tell you what I think it is, and I, I, mean, I would bet a lot of money on it. It's just gonna be a long time before researchers are, have the balls to tell the truth. But the answer is, it's just gonna turn out that being trans goes along with being mentally ill. It doesn't make you kill yourself. You were, kind of, you were the kind of kid who was already thinking about suicide. Because you're crazy, and then your craziness makes you trans too. So supporting them in their trans stuff is supporting a crazy person in their crazy stuff. Not always, but frequently. Especially with girls, less often with the boys. There's, you know, Half of a, half of high school girls are now queer in America. Or it's like 40, 45%. But that was last year. So I'm sure this year, over 50% of high school girls identify as not straight. And they're not all mentally ill. I mean, at all, right? You know, like, half of America is not mentally ill. Half of high school girls are not mentally ill. But I think you'll find the ones who want to cut off their own breasts is going to highly correlate with the, with the ones who are mentally ill. And then to take it back to the government hiring these queer people, um, you're just going to be likely, you know, if you, if you, if you hire someone who's into puppy play or whatever, or other very strange uh, queer things that they put on display for the whole world, uh, you're just going to increase the likelihood that you get a freak, just a a weird freak who does a bunch of other stuff, and some of that stuff you're not going to like, and some of that stuff will get them fired. so. So I guess that's fun. This is just a nice, fun example for the government and the Biden administration to know you can hire a bunch of freaky queers, but if you do you're greatly increasing the chance that they're going to turn out to be <laughs> you know, thieves or what other weird whatever other weird stuff. So, we'll see. We'll see if they can find a bunch more like that to hire or or not or they're going to back off a little bit and say, "Hmm, maybe we should vet these people a little better." So, I'm listening to the Not Even Mad podcast talking about this. Got some more information. So, Sam Brenton was actually hired under the Trump administration and he has some sort of degree from MIT. I'd be curious to know if he was wearing red evening gowns to work when Trump was president. He, he may have been. I don't know. And on this podcast, they got Dan Savage playing the lefty position. There's usually three people on this pod, kind of left, right, and center. And Dan Savage, he's a famous gay guy who goes on podcasts. I don't. I'm not sure what he got famous for, but he's pretty famous. And what he was saying is that the internet is everything. You know, like every, I guess, young queer person today is going to be on the internet, and so that's where their kinks are going to be, you know, uh, listed on the internet, and that you can't discriminate in hiring based on someone having a bunch of freaky kinks, because if you did that, then you're only one step away from, you know, not hiring gay people. And obviously there was a time when in America, if they knew you were gay, they would not hire you. I don't know. Well, anyways... He did kind of a... He did kind of a uh, countdown. He was like, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, you know, someone might not hire you if they knew you were gay. And I don't know, you know, he's... You know, people like being the victim, so I don't know, like 10 years ago they wouldn't hire you? I don't know about that, but I'll say, you know, 100 years ago they wouldn't hire you. So somewhere in between 100 years ago and 10 years ago, uh, people... Went from not hiring gays to hiring gays, and you can decide on that one for yourself. Maybe it depends on the part of the country you live in, etc. But, but so he did his countdown. He went 30, 20, 10, and it was interesting because he continued his countdown. Like I was like, is he gonna say today? He didn't say today, so he knows that today, if you're gay, that's fine, you get hired. But then he said, who knows? Five years, ten years from now, you know, everyone's calling gay people groomers. Maybe they won't hire you then either. So that was interesting. America supported gay people until today is the best time ever. And then he thinks America is going to support them less. Like this is the high point and it's going to go back down. And I don't know if that's right. I mean, me, I support, and I always have, support every bit of gay rights. Except for now they're doing funky stuff where it's like, they don't necessarily support doing stuff to kids that they're going to regret when they get older. But he said the word groomer, and it's interesting, like, the, the meaning of the word has kind of changed. People don't like to acknowledge it, but it used to mean, I guess, you know, or, originally it meant like using a brush to make the coat on a horse look real good. And then it meant child molesters kind of trying to get into the life of a child so that they could molest them. And now the way people use it, it means like, you know, if a If a teacher tells their students that you don't have to be the gender that you have been told you are, you can change your gender in our classroom right now, then, you know, some people call that person a groomer. Even though that person is probably a female who does not want to have sex with the children. But it makes me think, I I tried to look this up, I think I found, anyways. So, it looks like gay men, like real gay people, not none of this non-binary trans horse shit that we got going on today like real gay men, you know, like the, like the kind of gay men that they had back in my day. Well, they disproportionately have sex. Like when when they're under 18, they have gay sex with a gay man. You know, a gay boy under 18 has gay sex with a gay man over 18. Like disproportionately compared to, I don't know, like a boy and a girl. You know, a boyfriend and a girlfriend in high school who have sex, but they're both under 18 kind of thing. And this is a thing that, you know, if you're, if you're a social scientist at Harvard, obviously you do not study this. You do not try and find out exactly how much more, you know, under 18, over 18 relationships gay men have compared to other types of people. Because the answer is you'll find out they have a lot more. And I don't know how much more because no one studies it. They know, they know the answer is not good. So however much you think it is, if you think, if, that, if you think that's too much, you're right. That's how much it is. It's too much. It's too much, It doesn't, or at least it doesn't look good. If you're saying that a teacher encouraging kids to try out being the other gender is a good thing, and don't ever call them a groomer, then you don't want to talk about the number of under 18, over 18 relationships amongst gay men. And then I was listening to some gay guy on a podcast talk about it, and so I don't know if this is true. I mean, I guess this guy knows more than me, but he was saying that like, Back in the day, I don't know about today, you know, now with the internet, maybe it's a bunch of under 18 year olds screwing each other, but back in the day, you kind of, when people were in the closet or whatever, maybe you lived in a small town and you'd be like, I'm the only gay boy at this high school. And then the only other gay person you could find would be some older man who's not in your school. And so maybe you'd, that would be your only option and maybe that's true and maybe that makes it all right or you you know or maybe it's terrible or whatever you you can decide for yourself but just wanted to I wanted to make this as long of a trans podcast as I could and so I thought of something else and there you go it made me think about my uh feelings towards kids so if you were to ask me like hey what do you think about kids i'd be like well i certainly don't want to hang out with any of them If I go to a family get-together and there's tons of kids there, you're not going to find me hanging out with the kids. I'm going to be staying away from them as far as possible. But also, you know, I don't think, you know, don't hurt the kids. Don't do anything mean to the kids. Don't do anything bad to the kids. I just don't want to deal with kids. It's kind of like how I think about big dogs. If someone's like, hey, you want to hang out with a big, slobbery St. Bernard? The answer is no. No, 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 no. But also, you know, I, I support not being mean to that big slobbery Saint Bernard doggy, and if you got a little dog that's very well behaved, then, and if it stays ten feet away from me, then that's actually fine, you know. Sometimes sometimes I'll look at them from afar and say, "Oh, you got a nice doggy," or "Oh, you got a nice kid," and then I can move on, and then I feel good about myself. I told someone that the thing that they loved was good, and then we can never speak of it again. Twitter handle at anti-woke podcast, and thanks for listening.